0: Hello and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. I'm your host, Donna Pizant, and today we're talking about postpartum depression. You know, it's something that uh, you don't hear a lot of conversations about. A lot of times when you hear about it, it's because you have looked up a video or if you read about it, that's because you've searched an article or maybe it's been on a news story. But you don't just randomly see people having conversations or hear people having conversations about postpartum depression if it's not directly affecting them. And so today for this chat, I just wanted to speak briefly about postpartum depression and just kind of um, touch on it lightly just to see if we could um, encourage some people who may be experiencing it or um in the vicinity or in the household with someone who is experiencing it and as i always do on cousin chat i like to have people on who have some knowledge about the topic that we're discussing and so joining me for this chat today again is my cousin dr Pazana Bias. Pazana, say hello to the people
1: hello everybody nice to be
0: here thank you so much for doing this um with me i um I know that you have shared with me before that you did experience postpartum depression. And so I just wanted to start by asking, how did you know that it was postpartum depression that you were experiencing? And, or I guess I would say, how soon, how long did it take you to figure it out? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I found out that I was suffering from postpartum when I took my baby to um, be six-week checkup, okay, and my doctor was saying, "Oh, you have such a beautiful baby, this and that," and I wasn't responding. And he said, um, "He said it again," and, and I said, "Yeah, okay, well, thank you." <laughs> and so, so he says, um, "Why do you uh, feel?" he said, do you hate your baby or do you, you know, what, however he termed it was, I immediately denied it. I'm like, no, I don't hate my baby. That's my baby. You know, I hate my baby. So he said, um, he just started asking questions in terms of how do I feel about, do I feel bonded? Do I feel different toward this baby than the others? I said, well, I do, I do feel different, you know, differently. And so he said, um, that he wanted me to um, be a part of a program. I think, yeah, First Steps, that's what it was. And of course, this was like 36, 37 years ago. So, but, um, so I called them and they came to my house and they, uh, it was two ladies and they watched me interact with my baby. And so, um I really honestly thought that I did not even love my child because I felt like I could not bond. I, it, I, it was this, the strange, it was the, the strangest feeling. Um, it was just awful. It was really literally a nightmare And anyone dealing with that. Um, you know, I, like I said, I felt like I didn't even love my baby because I, it was difficult for me to bond. But then, as I was holding my baby, my other, one of my other children came over and tried to hit my baby, and I grabbed um, their hand. And so, the ladies that were sitting there told me, She says, Well, you do love your baby. I said, I do. She said, Yes, you do. She says, But it's that you're because you're not feeling like you're bonding, it's difficult for you to understand that you love your child so um, it was very very difficult I they came over um, I also went to group therapy and and I sat with other mothers who were dealing with the same thing and um, in, in, in Atlanta even then they had some wonderful programs for moms who were dealing with um, uh, they didn't call it postpartum depression at that time it was debate it was a book it was called like the baby blues or something like that you know at that time but um but a lot of our stories were similar to each other you know we could not understand well why am I not excited about this child um you know it's it's just you know why don't I want to hold this child why why can't I bond And um, so it's, it's, it's very difficult and it's truly a nightmare because it's your child. It's your child and you want to love your baby. You don't try to feel this way. You just, you know, you just do and you don't understand why.
0: So did you have, well, without getting too personal, I, I guess I'll rephrase the question. What can people do? who are around this person with postpartum depression to make it easier for them, like to make the journey easier. Once you find out that it is postpartum depression and it is diagnosed, how can the people around help? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, by not, first
1: of all, believing that that's what they're suffering from Uh, because a lot of times people, they cannot fathom a mother not being able to connect with their baby. So it's di- difficult for people around you to believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to not shame you because in me, I got a lot of, well, how could she feel that way about her child? How could you, what kind of mother are you kind of thing? And people will shame you. And, um, and that makes that puts pain on top of pain, because not only are you confused about why you are feeling this way, but now you have people who you love and whose support you need who shame you, and it's like you know what I'm saying, putting a um, a nail in a, in a in a sore wound already. It's it's just very very painful and. This is why there are a lot of mothers who suffer from postpartum depression. Why they don't say anything? Because they're embarrassed um, and they know people aren't gonna understand. What the, I'm feeling this way about my child. I'm angry with my child and my child is only one month old, you know? Um, so me, I was thinking, okay, it, there are a lot of different reasons why I could be feeling this way. You know, I could be at the um, age of 16, I was raped. So I thought maybe this is an outcome of that, you know. Um, so it's your mind just goes all over the place trying to find
0: answers. Why do I feel this way? It sounds like it sounds like you were trying to rationalize these feelings. Right.
1: exactly you can't you cannot I have known I have known of mothers who have um, suffered from postpartum depression who would go lock their lock themselves in another room okay They they would lock themselves because they were afraid of what they would do to their child and when people when someone says this is how they are feeling. They cannot bond. They cannot connect. I would tell everyone around them, listen to them, pay attention. Um, if you notice a woman who's just had a baby, she doesn't want to hold the baby. She, you know, she, she doesn't want it. She doesn't change the baby. Um, the baby is a precious to her. And you notice that there's a disconnect, then pay attention to that because that's just what's going on on the outside. But there's a lot of turmoil going on within her. And um, I would suggest get her some help. Tell her to, you know, find counselors, group therapy, people that can help her get through that. You can get through it because the child does get older. And um, it took me, oh, a good two to three years before I could actually bond with my baby. And, um, and so, yeah, it, it takes time.
0: It's, um, it just sounds like it's a really hard journey and, you know, yeah. you, touched, you touched on the, um, getting help part. And so that was going to, that leads me actually into my you kind of already answered, it, but I was going to ask you, how do you, not how do you, but um, for a woman who is in, you know, who is experiencing postpartum depression, but doesn't really know it, like they don't understand it. They just know that they're acting a certain way and they're, they tell themselves, no, I can't have postpartum depression. You know, no, I love, you know, but I feel this way. Tell what I, I personally would suggest, Go see if it's postpartum depression like what would you because I'm, I'm not a mother but what would you say to a mother who is feeling the way that you were feeling but is kind of in denial about it possibly being postpartum depression what mm-hmm. advice or what suggestions do you have for this
1: I had a mother once who knew that her baby was um I think the baby was two, three months old, something like that. Well, around that time, they're going to roll off the bed, you know? And so she told me, and I went to visit her. And now I'm in, I was in social work mode now, okay? And we actually used to work with mothers whose children had uh, died from sudden infant death syndrome. Now they had their second child, Okay. And so, um, we are there to help them, you know, with interacting with the babies and and all of this. And so, um, because a lot of moms were afraid to, to bond with their second child after losing their first. Okay. So, um, there's one mom with her second child. She told me that her baby was on the bed and it started falling off the bed and she didn't care if it hit the floor. Okay. I had to tell her, you have postpartum depression. You cannot, you are not connecting. You are you are not bonding with your baby. And she said, oh no, I'm not depressed. I'm not depressed. You know, it's just that it, she just, it, it, was, it was like she was just not connected to the fact that this is a baby mm-hmm. that cannot stay on the bed. And she had more anger towards the baby than, a nurturing, loving mother. You see what I'm saying? And when I pointed out to her, well, if you were to be, if you were to see anybody that you know and love to fall off a bed, okay, what would you do? You know? And when, when I was talking with her, um, instead of being in denial, because a lot of mothers are in denial that they are depressed uh, they they feel that they're more angry than anything else um, I had one mom t- say to me well who does her her, st- her child was a son who does he think he is <laughs> this child was three weeks old who does he think he is and I'm like he doesn't think anything <laughs> he's a baby yeah. so um, it's it's uh, there are a lot of Uh, I don't know, attitudes or sentiments towards an innocent child that cannot make a decision to be hungry, you know, or make a decision to have a wet diaper. But a mother who is suffering from postpartum depression is going to take anything that that child does and blame the child. For whatever is going on, you see what I mean. They're okay, not looking okay. at it as, you see what I mean. Yeah. They're not look. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. And and when you hear a mom blaming a baby for being hungry or or um,
0: you know, having a, a
1: diaper change. Yeah. Or, or or just yeah, wanting to be held or you know you just fed your baby, but you didn't burp the baby. So you know the baby is lying there probably with gas, but you don't care. Um, there are certain, you know, things, signs to look for that says um, you might want to investigate a little bit further in terms of getting her diagnosed for postpartum depression. And then, you know, going to um, get really truly getting whatever help you can because if not and they I've heard of fatal you know moms who have killed their children you know um, drowned their children uh, just you know beat them to death with rock you know big bolt, you know rocks I mean I've heard horror stories of women who have suffered from postpartum depression um, because they're looking at their children as um, evil spirits I mean, it's it's truly um, a very dangerous thing to ignore,
0: and it's very and it's certainly- sad. Mm-hmm. It's very sad, and I, I'm so sorry you had to experience that. But you know, I often say a lot of the things that we go through, you know, we experience them so that we could be a blessing to somebody else. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. that was your experience. However, tonight you have helped somebody because I hope it is so. not somebody who is in the process of getting through, um, postpartum depression, it could be someone who knows someone who may have been ignoring, um, symptoms, but now will probably take a second look and, and maybe think about having a conversation. Like I've noticed a couple of things, you know, because you, you really, I think you have to have that conversation with kid gloves because this person did just give birth, you know, probably recently or however Mm -hmm. long it's been so they're already you know emotional and then the fact that they're not bonding that's another layer and so now here comes somebody telling you that you're depressed like you have a type of depression you got to handle that with kick gloves but it does sound like a conversation that has to be had so that all involved can be safe and that and then mom can be well you know that's Mm -hmm. ultimately what we want Um, but guys, thank you so much for joining me for this chat today. And I always say, you know, you can follow us on, um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you could hear the websites. I mean, I'm sorry. You can hear the conversations on, um, cousinchat.com. That's C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com. But more importantly, um, this video will be posted on YouTube, it's on our YouTube channel, but please share it. You can share these um, conversations that we have on Cousin Chat. And if you think that it can bless someone, even if you have to send it as a subliminal message, like, oh, I saw these people talking and they were you might find it interesting. Like if it's somebody you feel like you can't just come out and say something to, just share it. You know, just Mm -hmm. to share. You know what, take a listen to some of the things that they're saying. You know, you might find it interesting. I don't know. We just want to help people because, you know, our babies are important. Our mothers are important. And their families are important. And everybody can have a hand in helping this process. So just watch our new mothers. That's. I didn't say that that was going to be my takeaway, but that's my takeaway for today. Pazana, do you have anything else to add before we go?
1: Yes, um, you could be saving a life. Uh, you could, you could be saving a child's life. You could be saving the mother's life. Um, when a mother is suffering from postpartum depression, she's dealing with a lot of anger and resentment. So if you notice that when the baby cries and, like we said earlier, if she's, if she has an attitude, like, or I don't want you, you go get the baby, or, you know, I don't feel like, holding the baby right now or that baby's always crying you know something something that is a consistent pattern okay and at some point you're going to say wait a minute now you didn't want to hold the baby yesterday (laughs) and the baby's crying now and you haven't fed the baby and so you but you're complaining that the baby's hungry You start noticing everything, pay attention. I just say my takeaway, pay attention um, and don't blame the mother for what she's feeling, but find out why she's feeling what she's feeling because it doesn't get better without help. It does not get better without help. Pay attention.
0: So we want to make sure these moms get the help that they need. So I'm your host, Donna Pizant. This is my special guest, Dr. Pizana Byers. And until we come back to our next cousin chat, be blessed, everyone. Just think about all of that. All right? (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.